to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your hosts, Rachel Paul and Vicki Collier. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Vicky. How are you? I am just fabulous. How good. are you? I'm doing good. Awesome. Cool. Well, um, we're going to be talking about the new gingivitis code that came out this Gosh, year. Gosh, I can't think of anything more exciting. Can I you? know, I really can't. It is, it is awesome. But it is pretty cool. It yeah. is a, it's a great addition. Yeah, it really is. So we've been doing these perio trainings for years now. Right, right. And, um, we've had to talk about different ways to charge out gingivitis because we haven't had a code until this year. Uh, and um, it's been awesome. So I know you've seen a lot yeah. of offices that have already. I have. I have seen some offices that are starting to use this. Um, we'll talk about what it means and how to use it. And what, you know, but the verdict is still kind of out on how insurance companies are going to pick it up, which is always the case. We don't know what the insurance is going to pick up if it's a code that's been around forever. So right. I think it's great that I have seen hygiene teams that have started to use this mm -hmm. because it helps us to better identify what was really done and what we saw during that visit. Um, before we did not, you know, I think years ago, there used to be something called a difficult profi code or something. That was right. a little bit before my time. Um, and then now there was not really, you know, you've got a, a code for unspecified procedures and it fall under perio and you could throw that at the situation yeah. and, and you know still not get it paid for no, or not sure no. and I'm sure the patient I've heard that patients have been confused what is this unspecified blah 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 yeah you know? it's confusing yeah when they see it on an invoice or their EOB or whatever and so um, or you could use the profi code and you know then bring them back if you needed to so yeah but then I always felt like a profi code was like Basically, the Did, definition of that was didn't really d define no, what you're seeing no, with the gingivitis patient. Like it was yeah, really creating value. Charging sure. That code. Yeah. So now we have this new code. We do. We do. Um, they say that the code is D4346, the new mm -hmm. CDT code. It does not define a difficult profi. It does not relate to the amount of time or effort required to complete the procedure. Yes, I'm reading this. Um, it is applicable when it's used to treat generalized moderate or severe gingival inflammation in the absence of attachment loss. In other words, the procedure is based on the documented diagnosis rather than the intensity of treatment or the time required to complete the procedure. Mm -hmm. So it, it's going to give you a better code to file for those patients who have true gingivitis, mm -hmm. who there's no bone loss, right. um, but you've got the, the, the inflammation and the bleeding pseudo and the pseudopockets. Pseudo -pockets. Yeah. Um, I, I would recommend a narrative with this mm -hmm. to kind of explain why it was filed. I think it's good to describe this, but also I have heard that some insurances will pay better if they have a narrative and maybe they don't have to go, come back to you and ask a lot of questions perhaps. I don't know if that's the case or not. Right. Who knows? It's a, it's a shot in the dark, but but that's what I would do. I would, I would document what you see. Mm -hmm. This comes down to us coding what we see. That's what we're right. required to do, encoding for what we do. Um, you know, if we are treating perio and we still call it a profi, that is not the right way to do that because right. we have not coded it according to what we saw or, or the diagnosis. I can really see this code being used a lot. Yeah, I think so too. Because there are so many patients that, that come in that have this. You know, they have the swollen inflamed gingiva sure um, you know moderate to you know they have bleeding on mm -hmm. probing mm -hmm. but there's just no attachment loss so they don't really qualify for that perio but i know we've said this before you know gingivitis is the gatekeeper to it's got to start somewhere so, yeah so yeah. it's like it's great if we can obviously we need to treat it as a disease sure really. I mean, sure we act like it's we need to treat it and manage it and put them in the right program for this and the fact that we have a code now to charge out is right 
awesome. Yep. I think it gets rid of that a lot of that gray area. Sure. And I would tend to think it'd be easier to explain this to the patient. If you talk mm -hmm. to the patient and you, I think first and foremost, use your intraoral camera pictures to show them what you see right. and to have them hold a mirror, whatever, get them on the same page. But if we've done that and then we charge out a profi, you know, which is what their insurance covers. Or what they've be, always What they've always out. done. Yes, the they same thing they have always done. Different. They don't see it as different. So I think this would be a good way to kind of continue that education. Here's the category you fit into. Mm -hmm. And here's how we'll, we'll do this. And then you, you decide your, your course of action for this patient. Um, it could be that, you know, I don't know if you can file more than one of these codes. You know, if they're, if they still have gingivitis when they come back, do you file? Yeah. I don't, we just don't know yet. Right. Uh, and, and, and they haven't included me in the conversation. The ADA has not included me in the conversation. <laughs> well, but how dare they? I, I know. But here, I mean, my thoughts on this are that, again, you, you code out for what you do mm -hmm. and what you see, what you've diagnosed, and... Whether that's whether insurance pays or not, the patients are going to have to have an investment in themselves in right. many cases. So, um, yeah, but I do think this is one way to to better enable that. I think so too. I think it makes sense to obviously give them all the education you can at that first visit, so they see right. the importance of treating the gingivitis right. and that right. hey, it's sure. reversible and sure. let's treat it now before it progresses to bone loss. Exactly. Which at that point, you can't reverse, so we want to make sure we treat it now. So creating that sense of urgency. And then putting in your protocol, like what happens after that? And, right. you know, I, I would just imagine a lot of offices and what I've seen too mm -hmm. is they'll have them come back a month later and then sure. they'll do the 1110 at that mm -hmm. time. Um, but, you know, charging out that code, make sure you're utilizing that code. And you really need to define in your office what patient qualifies. Yes. For that. What are your guidelines? What are your yeah, perio I mean, guidelines? Keep it consistent because mm -hmm. if you've got multiple hygienists on your team, you, you don't know, want everybody trying to make no, a decision you need on to be their very own. Very clear, yeah. like how many bleeding points and how many. Right. You know what? And I would think about their medical history too. I mean, I would be a little bit more aggressive with a diabetic diabetic patient. patient. Yes, right, absolutely. Versus, you know, a healthy patient so who just hasn't been in four or five years and correct, then tends to get back. You know, you yes, want it. You don't yeah. want them to go that long again, yeah. and you want to bring them in much sooner than the six month appointment. Exactly. Um, or follow up, but. Um, but I, I agree with you completely. Mm -hmm. um, my thoughts on this, and again, the ADA did not consult me, <laughs> but my thoughts on this are probably that insurance will either remap it. Right. That's their good phrase for, for changing up what you did and charging out something else. But um, remap that maybe for the profi fee. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder if they will allow, they will count this as one of the two that typically insurance pays for those people who have insurance, right. uh, two profis a year. I'm sure they'll, you know, that's just my thoughts on this. Um, I would love it if they would, you know, let you charge out a 43, 46, and then you can charge out, you know, the two after that. If it, um, that would make it easier for us because it makes it easier for patients. Uh, we don't have to have those uncomfortable money conversations if that's the case. But, right. but my thoughts on this too are to do your own research. You, just like you got, this is new, is new to us as it is to everyone out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of my phrases is, you have my complete permission to think for yourself. <laughs> you know, I, go for it. You know, learn on your own, do some investigating. Um, uh, we're going to do the same thing. We right. haven't decided yeah, exactly how we're going to. At this point, it's kind of been mm -hmm. up, like. It's just only been five months. Right. Or it's almost six. Yeah, so, yeah, we've heard all sorts of different, yeah, yes, they're covering or they'll remap it to this. Right, and right. And I'm sure it all depends on the insurance company itself. So there's a lot of variables there. Right. So. And as we always say, never let insurance dictate what you recommend. Exactly. the best treatment for your patients. And because this code is so new, I do want to see offices using it and charging it out because. Sure. You know, as always, the more we see codes being charged out, not always, but, you know, typically. If we'll they see, see that we're using them, sometimes they will start some coverage. Or yep, yep. 
So um, yeah, get together with your team and come up with your protocol for um, gingivitis. Which, what patient qualifies for it? And then what is your protocol gonna be? Is it gonna be, you know, you treat, you charge out that D4346 code and have them come back a month later for the 1110? Or right. what, what does that look like in your practice? Or are you gonna add some adjunctive therapies in this? I would recommend you send them home with a whole gingivitis home care. Sure, I agree. You've got, you know, your water pick, your electric toothbrush, your, you know, period mm -hmm. matter, whatever you want to, you know. And I, I always say to practice your verbiage. Practice mm -hmm. what you're going to say. Do your what ifs. Right. But what if it doesn't pay for this and the patient says I can't, you know, what if you guys talk about that as a team and decide, mm -hmm. well, here's what our response is going to be and everyone's going to say the same thing. Yep, I agree. I agree. And then, of course, document your chart. Make sure Oh, yes. Documentation really is everything. Yep. Sure. Yep. So yeah, we'd love to hear from you though. I'd like to hear feedback and know how you guys are using this new code and what kind of uh, um, coverage you're seeing through insurance. So be, be sure to you know shoot us an email right, at HPL. Right. Yeah, well, at, that'd be great to know. Oh yeah, I'd love to know that. So HPL at schedulinginstitute.com and uh, make sure like you know, just keep charging out that code and who knows, maybe we'll see a bit more coverage. Keep our that. fingers crossed. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode and be sure to tune in for next week's where we'll be talking about some of our favorite oral cancer screening devices. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so until next time, stay, stay educated. educated.